This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Please welcome to the podcast, Ellie Cobrin. Hi. Hi. I love, first of all, I love your work. Um, as an actress, I love following you on social media. I'm, I've had such a good time getting to know you as a friend. And also, lastly, but almost most importantly for this conversation, you and your husband are so cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's fun because the, we met you together as a couple. So you do know us both together. Um, well, first, let's like, I'm going to give you the stage to introduce yourself if you can. And then we could talk about. About that weekend that we met mm-hmm. um, when you were pregnant but didn't know it. But didn't know, exactly. Um, well, my name is Allie Coburn. Um, I'm an actress. Uh, I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> um, I met Daniela six months ago. Was it already six months ago? Well, I'm six months pregnant. So five, four and a half, five months ago. Wow. Um, and we met at a, would you call it a Jewish convention? I guess it's like a conference. A Jewish conference? Yeah. <laughs> right, that were, sounds so weird. It sounds, it's a, sometimes I just call it my Jewish thing. <laughs> yeah, your Jewish thing. Um, it was a cool conference, like a bunch of like thought leaders getting together and being like, yo, that Kanye guy, eeks. We were, this was happening the weekend, like Kanye was going through his Kanye-ness that weekend that yeah. we were conferencing. In LA. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was weird. Except that whole time I kept seeing you and your husband, Zach, like, like canoodling. (laughs) (laughs) It was just like kind of very like, it was, it was a, it was a heavy weekend, particularly because in LA at that time there were, there were like, you know, neo-Nazis and we don't need to give them any more airtime, but it was heavy. And then there was the two of you just like, Kind of making out. And <laughs> <laughs> well, in addition to being in LA for a nice long weekend for this Jewish conference, we also were like, we're on vacation. Yes. <laughs> we had been living in New York then maybe a year because we're, I'm, I call LA home. Oh. So I was in LA for 15 years before that year. So I was like, we're going back to LA. We're getting in and out. We're seeing our friends and we're doing our Jew thing. Yes. Oh, I didn't realize that you the were The neo-Nazis like- were yeah. Oh, so whatever. <laughs> yeah, they were so whatever. No big deal. But you were pregnant that time? Yes. So that was late October. So I was pregnant. And in hindsight, now it's so obvious I was pregnant that weekend because like, we're women. We know what's going on in our bodies. Yeah, like your cycle. But you probably. know your cycle for sure. And just specifically, I was late in L.A., but I was like, we're traveling. I'm eating in and out. I don't know. Like, I'll get home and every, and then everything will be normal. Um, and I got home and I was pregnant. So when, okay, so when you just told me this story, like, I was like, right, because you were trying. <laughs> and then I was like, no, that's the thing. We were not trying. So this was a surprise? We, we thought we were preventing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> so this was like a surprise pregnancy. The, such a happy surprise and oh. such a funny specifically timed surprise to be specific <laughs> about 18 months prior to getting pregnant like all throughout covid I was like should we do it now 
She right, know. right. Everyone yeah, else is doing it. This uh, is a good time. A lot of actors did it then. And I, every time... Did I, it. Everyone did it. And all my friends are getting pregnant and giving birth during COVID. And I'm like, this is a terrible time and a perfect time. I know. I, I think it took a lot of balls. Yes. A lot of friends, I <laughs> think it, it happened next. I'm really making great. I'm, I'm a grown-up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not. Right. So. Okay, cool, cool. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. About I, five months. Then, right. then hopefully. Right, yeah. Fingers crossed. Um, but it, yeah, so COVID didn't feel like the right time. There was a lot of anxiety. But then we like decided October 2023. Is that where we were? Two. Or 2022? Thank yeah. you. Who knows? It was like, I was like, that will be Pregnancy good. Pregnancy brain is real. Oh, it's beyond. You'll see. I can't, I don't know names. I don't know where I am. Yeah, I you're, all of your energy is being pooled to making eyeballs <laughs> and teeth yeah. that you won't see for a year yeah. after this person arrives. Like, yeah. so, you know, anytime you like forget a sentence, I know nothing that you like literally don't know how to make words out of yeah. your mouth, you just remind yourself, like, I'm making arteries. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. And maybe like ovaries or maybe testes. I don't know the sex. Oh, you don't, and you're not going to We're know? Did you know that um, ovaries are, I think, maybe the first uh, like organ made inside a little baby girl's body? Because wait, because biology is so paramount to the human species that we're just like, make sure she can make more of herself before she's even herself. Yes, I didn't know that that was the first organ, but I did know that she, if it's a she, will be born with all of her eggs that she will ever have. So my grandchildren are currently in my belly. Yeah. Isn't that wild? And I said that the other day to Zach, my husband, and he was like, whoa. whoa. And I was like, yeah, no, grandbabies are in here too. Deep. Like, what? I know. It's really crazy. And you were in your grandmother's belly. I can't Inside comprehend your, that. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm yep. so glad I said that. Yes. Yes. Well, my mom was in her, and then I was in her. Uh-huh, I know. Along with all the other motherfuckers that never got here. Yeah. Or do you have siblings? <laughs> I do. Okay. My mom, me and my brother are both from my mother. So <laughs> he came first five years before me, and then I came But the other later. ones, like, bit the dust. No one else. No one else it. got here. Yeah. Suckers. Yeah, sucks to be them. Um, okay, so you, but you did start thinking about So we're thinking trying. about it. We're planning on it. We're both going... World, we need to have You're kids. Not old. Well, we just were like, we. I was like in my twenties, going, I want to be a young mom. Oh. But then I also was like, Allie, don't like the guys I was dating and the guys I was around. Like, I'm so glad I didn't have children with them. I know. Um, <laughs> but also because, like, I mean, the first thing I said was like, I love your work as an actress, and blah, blah, blah. but you and your husband are so in love. Oh, There's okay. such mutual respect. This is like exactly the union you want to I'm, like have the world get populated by. I'm so excited. Thank you. That's so sweet. I'm so excited for to be his partner and for him to be the father of my children. <laughs> I never like that piece I never <laughs> knew or saw or like could wrap my mind around. All I knew was I wanted to be a mom. And I'm also not really grateful I wasn't 24 years old and like it's time, <laughs> which is it's time for some women and it's but like I was not in the place. I definitely like, was not absolutely in the place. not. Um, yeah. So we're talking about it, we're planning on it, and then we decided. And because Zach is crazy, he wanted a Leo baby, so he calculated. Wait, is he like into astrology? Yes. Wow. Um, he's a Leo, and oh. if you know anything about Leos, Leos love Leo, oh, so okay. it's very Leo of him to be like, "We're having a Leo child," and I was like, wow. "Great." 
whatever. <laughs> um, cool. So it, he calculated that we needed to get pregnant in October to have a Leo baby. And we were like, great. We have like two Octobers. And then in that October, it'll be 2022. We'll do it. And his calculation was wrong because we're having a cancer. <laughs> <laughs> and also, like, what's really interesting is I think before you have children or get pregnant, you think, like, you have any control over anything. It's like, so like ignorant. A, yeah, it's <laughs> like you really don't, like, you have no, like, this baby is forming, like, inside of you without your eyeballs on it. Like, you don't know And I'm like, anything. but it's going to be a cancer and this, <laughs> and we planned this. No. So we obviously had no control. I... It's so ignorant to be like, we're going to do it in this month and then we'll have the baby. But everyone and does. Everyone it's not ignorant. It's just naive. That's, naive. You know, but like. And then as it became closer, I started having that fear creep in. Like, we have no control. And what if it's hard? And what if we can't? Right. Yeah. And we everyone hadn't done, that. hadn't done that. And that's a big thing. Like, we should go to the doctor and like get these things checked out and do the things and blah, blah, blah. And then. All the conversations, and I, it's like August, and I sit him down and I go, I'm not ready. And he was like, What? (laughs) And I literally, I put a whole kibosh on it and I said, I'm just, yeah, I don't think I'm ready. Yeah. In hindsight, I was just afraid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Rightfully so. But then baby knew what baby wanted to do, and baby came anyway. Then, wait, when did we... On the exact timing that we had said we were going to do it. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. I don't, like, so when we were... Do you think they'll be a really compliant child? I really, fingers crossed. I I don't know. Just just always... Compliant or, like, well, there was something that happened the other day. I guess you don't want a compliant child. I guess you just want an easygoing. Yeah. Maybe, um, but... Wouldn't that be nice if they were so suggestible that they would even enter the world yeah. right when you want them to? Yeah, they, they and we thought we were preventing that from happening, <laughs> and it didn't. It babies here no matter what. So yeah, it's just it was like such a wonderful surprise Aww. and such a whirlwind that it also just made sense to not find out the sex because I don't know why that makes sense in my mind, but it's such, it's like... Because the surprises? It's the only surprise in life that is like... Wow. That much of a surprise? I don't know. It just was like, we have to, we have to do it. Are you going to have two different names? We have a couple names picked. They're both kind of gender neutral. I feel very strongly that I need to see the child and hold the child and meet my child before the name... For I like before I know, Ellie. That's so Jewish of you because <laughs> I'm just saying because there's a there's um like a teaching that like you know a parent has a prophecy when they see the child and when like um, when you name a child it's a sort of um it's a it's a prophecy onto them you know like, I didn't know yeah. that but I feel that so strongly yeah that it and- also paints the whole. Their worldview, the way other people view them, like it's um, it's a real like it's a blessing. I really see that, and I feel very connected to my name, Allie. And I know that my my parents didn't know whether I was a boy or a girl. They were very excited to find out. They had oh, a few different that. names. So yeah, so cool. they did that whole thing too. And then sh- they said, my mom said specifically, like you came out and like you were Allie, you were not Carly. Like Carly was another <laughs> option. <laughs> Um, yeah. I could see you playing a Carly. Like I've a really played cute Carly. 
a carry, <laughs> a cara, and a like everything that starts with a C and a K. And now if I ever audition for someone with a name like that, I'm like, well, then I have to get it. <laughs> I mean, obviously. because that's like basically this like is, my fake name. <laughs> this is what I do. Yeah. I do Kara's. Yeah. Car- Carly's coming your way. Okay. That's cool, my cool. uh, That's my prophecy. Are you writing this for me? Because- I'm writing it for okay, you. Okay, great. Thank you. I appreciate God, it. We should just write stuff. That would be great. That's really what we should be doing. Yeah. You wrote a very interesting pregnancy announcement. <laughs> what was that? That was so cool. It was um, like a music video. Yeah. It was so romantic. I gotta give the credit to Zach because he's the like mastermind behind the like over the top romance that really? he really, really is. Like <sighs> the way he proposed, like details from our wedding and then not specifically how we announced our being pregnant. We've literally filmed a music video with a, to a, one of our like newly favorite songs that just felt like it was about us having a baby. And then we also incorporated the heartbeat from the actual <laughs> ultrasound and like mixed the music with the heartbeat and I was like, cool, I guess I'll order like a dress or a it gown a to really wear. really nice gown. <laughs> Thank really you. pretty. Um, so yeah, we had a lot of fun. Well, he's making, a musician. I guess that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, he's a singer. And I wanted him, I was like, you should sing this. Like, um, it was a J.P. Sachs with Charlotte Lawrence song. And I was like, you should sing it. And like, I don't know, do both parts. And then like figure, I don't know. And he was like, that's even more, like we already put so much work into this and like, we have so much going on that we just used their voices. But you like broke Instagram when you posted it. Like I tried to, like what happened? That was so. I wish I understood what happened. So it was just too good news. <laughs> Instagram was just like, you know what? I'm hearing bad news after bad news. That's what I'm built for. <laughs> yeah. It uh, just, um, what's it called? The rights for music. Oh, that's So the okay, song was sense. on Instagram, so we thought, like, we have its public use to use the song through Instagram. But because we added our baby's heartbeat, it then thought we were stealing their music, calling it our own. Oh. So it was actually adding the baby's heartbeat and, like, oh. all this extra mixing to the already produced music that really messed it up for us. Oh. And then, so every time we kept putting it on, it would disappear, and I had, like, Random. With like no notice, no one, no one, no count- notice, oh, wow. and really unsure of what's happening. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm trying to tell people I'm pregnant, and now I have like <laughs> random cousins being like, I just saw you were pregnant, but now my mom says it's not there. Are you? And I was yeah. like, I <laughs> hope I still am. Yes. Oh my god, <laughs> I commented on that post maybe five times. I, I, I was like, it's going through because it just went. It kept getting deleted. Was- I was so excited. Thank you. Yeah, I think a, a lot of us. I was just this the romance of it. It was. It was very exciting. No one, our parents were like blown away. I don't know why. Like no one thought we were like going to be pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) I guess, I don't know. Why did no one think? I wonder why. Because we're both ambitious people and I I guess we sort of uh, assume... Yeah, I feel it like has to work in line with the actor's schedule and which is something I used to think about when I was younger and then COVID came and then I was like I don't know what an actor's schedule is anymore. Yeah. I wanted to be I had such dreams and plans of when I'm on this TV show and then we're yeah. on hiatus and then I get pregnant yeah, and that's then the they plan. that's my plan that's that's everyone's plan. That would have been beautiful. That was everyone's plan. <laughs> I know. The only person I know who that worked out for was is Teresa Palmer. Yes. Well, she is always pregnant. She's so always she pregnant. she has a lot of opportunities to make this work. Yeah, but she also is always on a TV show. Always on a TV yeah. show. <laughs> yeah. 
But I don't know anyone who that's worked out for other than her. Because what's interesting, and maybe we touched on this once when we were, you know, in the first season, but actors are on maternity leave during pregnancy instead of after pregnancy, which can be an interesting experience. Absolutely. The first three months before announcing I was pregnant and I wasn't showing, I was auditioning business as usual. And then now it's like, well, I can't start a new show. Like, It's like two, and then I won't. Unless you know the team. Unless I know the team and the team wants to work with me over it's something I've done before and they're bringing me back, like for sure. But now it's just, okay, baby comes in July. And then after that, when I'm ready to like Come back. get back in the game, I'll get back in the game. Right, like at your six-week appointment when you can have sex, you can also like. Maybe audition. Yeah. Which is interesting because, and it's just a heads up, hey, here we are, heads up. It's an, it's not, that's not the way it goes for most people. Yes. And I just want to offer you that, that that's not, we don't live a most people life. Right. And um, it's like a really vulnerable time postpartum and we have to make money and continue to work and... I think that there are ways that you can continue to breastfeed if you're breastfeeding by having like maybe your mom. Your mom seems great. Mm-hmm. Maybe your mom <laughs> or a baby nurse come on set with you. Yeah. Um, that was the dream. And that is the dream. Hopefully it happens. We I still don't know. But yeah, I would love to have my baby on set with me in a trailer it's and cute. I pump between scenes. Yeah, it's cute. And you're also pumped full of oxytocin. <laughs> <laughs> like you have literally cuddles all day yeah. long. You've like made an actual miracle. Wild. Human. You're totally in love and vulnerable. I mean, the thing is like, you're totally in love. And if you're not feeling good, that's something to consider. Yeah. But, you know, for the most part, when you um, are lactating, if lactating is, is something that ends up happening, like you're also full of oxytocin. Full. So Can't wait. even if you're like sleep deprived, there's something like really kind of like you're in this like liminal space. Yeah. You like literally, you, they say when a baby is born, a mother is born. And you sort of like see the whole world in a new way. It's very artistic. It yeah. can be very fruitful. It can be very exciting. And it just is different than our friends who work at corporate jobs. Totally. I mean, but we're used to that. Yes. No, everything's always been different. And yeah. Yeah. I also think it would be really crazy to be like, I'm on my six weeks of maternity leave and then like I'm going back to my corporate job like leave my baby at home all day which so many women have to do to continue to have their careers or want to do and want to do and I understand <laughs> all of those things and I'm in such not limbo but like it's such an unknown because I don't know when I'm working next so I don't know when I'm struggling or thriving <laughs> with baby and work at the same time. Or yeah. maybe it's it's mostly baby for a few months or several months. Like, and I don't know. I just Well, the, the pattern that I see often is just that like you're either full-time with the kid if you want to be mm-hmm. and you can always like have a baby nurse or a babysitter available mm-hmm. for your own self. Yeah. For if you want that. Yeah. You know? Um, or like, or Zach can also take care of the baby, obviously. Who? <laughs> <laughs> the baby daddy. <laughs> but then 
I had um, my friend Anisha Nagaraj and has two children. She's been on Broadway several times and... You know, she she was an outsourced on NBC. She's she's so funny. Anyway, she always says, like, when I'm with my kids, I'm full on with my kids. And when I'm not, I'm not. There is no in between. Like, either she's on a Broadway stage or, you know, at La Jolla Playhouse, and she is doing her music and her life's work guilt-free. That's amazing. Or she's, like, baking and doing yeah. crafts. I mean, like, I don't bake and do crafts. <laughs> but I just loved that. I thought that that was, like, such good advice. Like, we don't live um, a sort of life where, you know, I can come home at, you know, I don't know, 5 o'clock. And, and that's just our pattern. That's our, mm-hmm. that's our rhythm. Our rhythm is, like, we are full on here and full on there, and mommy always loves you. Yeah. And it, there's no... There's no problem with that. Yeah. Like I, I feel like I wish I had known that before having kids is that like you can totally leave. You can leave and come back and like that connection is never can never be severed. Totally. It's yeah. actually an impossibility. Yeah. Um and like if you miss the kid, you miss the kid. Which I imagine happens. <laughs> yeah, you miss the kid. It's a funny thing cuz like now you know that like it's you like they're living inside. Yeah, yeah, it's so. Bonkers. So to like even have the, like the baby on the outside is like a real mind fuck. Yeah. No, I I can't imagine. The whole thing is really wild. Like <laughs> I just every day I wake up and I'm like, what is happening? I mean, what is happening? <laughs> How has it been going? Um, really good. I'm in the good trimester. My yeah. first trimester, I was sick, 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 sick. No one told me. <laughs> no one told you that like morning sickness isn't like actually it doesn't it's happen not in the morning. In the morning, it's what? all day. It's all day. Twenty long. hours a day. Ew. Yeah. Puking. Yeah. No. And just like sometimes the puking was actually like better if you once I puked I was better yeah. than not puking and the just like struggling of nausea. Did you just like do your life as if nothing was happening? Kind of. Yeah. You just soldier on. This I is just the weird thing about laid around. Life. I I like I work part time at a restaurant and I went and I did that. I was like a little social, but I also like was like, no, I have a cold and like didn't do a lot of things. But you do sort of feel like you have a cold. Like there's just like a yes. low grade yuckiness. Yes. Oh I always high have this, grade yuckiness. I had this feeling when I was pregnant where I'd be like I I feel like on one level, like spiritually, this is so profound. And like physically, this is just gross. Yeah. This is just like like making fingers and toes out of my pizza. It's just like. <laughs> oh, my God. What is happening? Yeah. But uh, you're, you're better from the first trimester. I'm totally better. At like week 14-ish, it all just vanished. And it was so crazy because everyone said like it probably like most likely it's just all going to disappear at your second trimester and I was like great 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 and then as it continued for three months I was like I don't believe you yeah I know yeah. I'm gonna wake up and feel better like I I hope you're right no you're like feels, this is my life now but this feels this like how this I is am, forever yeah and and, and it went away yeah I'm so glad Hey friends, it's Daniela, the host of the Mom Curious podcast, and I hope you're enjoying. I just wanted to take a quick break to promote another podcast. 
on this network, and I think you're really going to enjoy it. So if you're interested in the many pivots life takes you on, and you'd like to learn how to tackle those moments with poise and maybe some psychedelics on the way, listen to Rebellious Reinvention. My episode on her podcast airs in May, and if you'd like to listen along, go to Rebellious Reinvention wherever pods cast. What are some of the things that you wish you had known? Um, that's the thing. It's just, it was a lot of, I don't know if I would have been better set up to know, had I known, because I like wasn't preparing anyways, but just things I didn't expect. I didn't expect that at six weeks pregnant, not even showing, I'd be waking up in the middle of the night to pee. (laughs) I was like, already? I thought that was when you're big and the baby's literally pushing your bladder. And I'm like, are you saying there's something in there pushing my bladder? I can't see anything. And I'm already peeing all the time. Were you more thirsty? Were you drinking more? No, I was probably drinking like a little bit less. I was dealing with dehydration because I was like so nauseous and it was hard to keep hydrated. Like, So they say like you can't be like um, a little bit pregnant. Yes. Yeah, you're like either pregnant or you're not pregnant. Yes. Like it doesn't matter how far along you are. Like you're just like waking up in the middle of the night. Just like all of a sudden, like all the pregnancy things right away. Also like a lot of people, they say it's very common to suffer like pregnancy rhinitis. So you just feel stuffy. Yes. For, and it's like cold and flu season and then COVID. And I'm like, I've had a stuffed nose <laughs> for five months. Yeah. Uh, there was a period of time where I took COVID tests like every other day. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I wasn't pregnant in COVID, so I never, I never had to think about that. But I would sing. Like I would have singing gigs because like it didn't matter that I was pregnant or voiceovers were my bread and brother for like ever. And I'd be like, I sound like like staff. Like, yeah. I, no, it's like, just I so nasally. Really the congestion, you can't take decongestants. Right. You can't take anything. Can't take you anything. Can't, yeah. So I was like, I don't know what life is like without allergy medicine. Yeah. Oh, so wait, you just stuffed up. Because I used, so I'm just stuffed up, uncaffeinated. Right, uncaffeinated. <laughs> I ended up having caffeine with my daughter. I started again. I'm now back on a little caffeine. But in the beginning, I was too nauseous. Coffee smelled crazy. And and it's like, if you're ever thinking about getting off coffee when you're pregnant, it's a great time just because you're just, you're just, you're just feeling gross anyway. So like the caffeine withdrawal is just another layer of gross. You'll get through it. Absolutely. No one told me about um, like indigestion (laughs) and like the lack of bowel movement. Oh my God, the lack of bowel movement. And like the, when you're like, "Mm, I'm kind of PMS-y and then you get your period. (laughs) So you're like, thank you. And everything's better again. But you're like, "Mm, PMS-y, but I've been (laughs) pregnant for 70 days. So I think I'm just still... PMSC, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Um, I used to drink pickle water. Mm-hmm. Okay, I used to drink pickle water and take stool softeners. Okay, I took stool softeners. Are yeah. you allowed to do that? Yes, yes, okay. yes. I'm taking. It's called colon broom. Oh, okay, yeah. Because like, this is a normal thing. This the constipation. Is yes, crazy. yes, yes. And I because all of the water also is going into like the freaking sack. Yes. And everything in your body has relaxed, so your bowels don't care to do their job. They're just like, we're chilling. We're hanging out full of things that need to be eliminated. It's so gross. <laughs> uh, what yeah. else? 
Um, the gas. The gas. <laughs> I love it so much. My doctor referred to it as wind. I was complaining <laughs> about something or another, and he was like, "How's your wind?" And I was like, "Excuse me." Wait, like, like. And then he said, "I think flatulence or whatever the medical <laughs> term for gas <laughs> is," and I was like, "Oh, it's." Bad. It's so bad. It's so but bad. That's because of the constipation, right? I think it, he said it's like muscles. Like all your muscles are relaxed. <laughs> everything you're constipated. They love this. It's, <laughs> it's relaxing. It's, it's so sexy to be pregnant. It's oh just God. like sexy or sweaty and gassy. Oh my gassy. God, it's so good. Um, <laughs> just, just bringer of life. I'm so sweaty right now. I did it, but we're all sweaty. You need okay, to know okay, that. That's okay. not just you. Also, wait, I used to take like um, prenatal Pilates and gyrotonic, and Ooh. I was so flexible. Oh, yes. They say the everything's relaxed in your, yeah. So flexible. Mm-hmm. Like, and I've never been that flexible ever again because, I mean, I guess you need that for, like, your body's getting ready for labor. The big, the big the day. Big, the big day. How do you feel about the big the day big coming delivery. up? The big delivery. It's not coming up anytime it's, soon. It doesn't feel like it's coming up anytime soon, but it does feel like I need to start preparing for it. And oh. this is actually, I have this question for you. What did you do to prepare I listened for to a, labor? I listened to a podcast called The Birth Hour, actually. Okay. Um, she, the host, is a proponent of uh, unmedicated labor, which I was interested in at the time. Both of my children were born with an epidural. My son also, I needed um, Pitocin, so that didn't end up happening for me. And I just want to put it out there that it, like, it really is okay. Yeah, it's really okay. And so are C-sections, just for the record. But I did enjoy listening to every single one of those. Okay. I like binged that podcast yeah. in a major way. Because I think it, what's cool is that you'll find out that like, you know, it's sort of, they, they all are so different. Yeah. They are so different. The way people get into this world is so different. The duration, <laughs> the whatever, all of it. Yeah. And um, it's kind of nice to know that it's, that your way is going to be different too. Mm-hmm. Like I, so with my first pregnancy, um, my water broke, but I didn't know because it just felt like I was peeing. Interesting. Did I tell this story already? Were you on a toilet or... Oh, no. So you just were like, oh, I, I must be peeing in this non-toilet location. <laughs> but I had been pregnant for 10 months. Like, it was oh. already, I was basically 42 weeks pregnant. And I was, I'm this crunchy hippie lady not wanting to do induction. Yeah. I needed to be induced, guys. <laughs> but it was like 42 weeks in. And I'm just like walking, think, 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 thinking I'm peeing in my pants. Because like, okay, this person is like on my bladder, like, we're just going to have to pee now. That's okay. (laughs) I'm walking around for, like, two days thinking um, everything's normal. And I spoke to the doula. She's like, you know what? Why don't you put a pad on, see if it's actually urine? And and then when I woke up in the morning, it was like, no, it's clear. She's like, that's amniotic fluid. You need to go to the hospital. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I feel like when I got to, like, listen to all of these podcasts, I got to listen to all these women I, I say this all the time here where it's like, we really should be in like a village full of women where that we're sounds, attending birth that sounds all amazing. the time. Uh, whether we have children or not, like we should be there um, knowing what is happening. I mean, um, I was telling you about my friend Caitlin who came mm-hmm. in um, and she was just like giving us like, a talk about what's inside our uterus. We don't have any clue what's going on. No. So when I got to like listen to all of these birth stories, it felt 
good. Yeah. It felt good. Like I was, and I still, I'm not an expert after two births, but like of my own, but I thought that was really helpful. Information is amazing. (laughs) Information is is powerful and enlightening and makes everyone feel better. And that's the thing is I literally had zero information and now I'm slowly gathering it by just talking to people people I know who've given birth. Yeah, yeah. Um, And like really, and and asking the questions that now I realize are important because until now I didn't really know what I, you know, I was like, how's your birth? And they were like, good. And I was like, cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, it's also personal, right? You're talking about your like vagina. Oh yeah, it's very, it's very, the conversation, it's so funny. Like talk to a pregnant stranger and the two of you, you're like, okay, well, (laughs) my discharge. (laughs) Right, but then you like walk into a a room with with, like normies, right? Yeah. The rest of us were just like, oh yeah, discharge, totally cool. Right, cool, right. But like it really is a normal experience. We, we, um, We were meant to do this all together. Oh, totally. And I think that the best way to learn is from like firsthand accounts. So mm-hmm. that's, which is why, you know, this podcast exists because like there are firsthand accounts of all the different facets yeah, um, of motherhood. And so that was great. And then there's also uh, like spiritual midwifery is a great one. The one thing I will say about like these sort of like more like crunchy, holistic, books and um, resources is just that there could be some unfortunate shame around medical intervention, which I just want to say is truly unfortunate. Yeah. Again, more information better. If you can be crunchy granola and if you can birth this baby like you were a cave woman living in a cave. Cool. But we all, it is 2023 and we have hospitals and doctors to intervene. So if like that's necessary, like that's cool. Yeah. Like, it's pretty cool. They're, they're all, it's so cool. Um, and there are birthing classes that you can take with Zach. Did you do that? I did do that, but I also had a doula because I knew that Dan... <laughs> I have this image of Dan going, going, all right, one, a two, a three, a push, you know? Like, I just, like, he was so excited, yeah. you know? And, like... That wasn't exactly what I was looking for, but I did have a doula that I knew would be more zen. Actually, yeah. didn't, I actually didn't like my doulas in the end, but we did take a birthing class together. Because we're on the fence whether we need a doula or not, and because I have the most involved husband of all husbands in the entire universe, I'm like, I think he could just, he's the doula. I, I think, think we take the classes, he learns the things, he does the things, and he'll he'll do it. I think he'll do it. He, yeah. you know, he's, And it's really bonding. Yeah, so it just would feel strange for like me to like have this experience with the doula and he just like chills out and watches. Like that's no. not our style. So I don't know. I don't think you, <sighs> I mean, I like doulas for, you know, I, we've had like doulas here and I think they could be really, really helpful. But I also think like, I know Dan was really squeamish about blood and <laughs> all the other fluids. <laughs> um, I don't know that he would be that way now because, like, yeah. as a parent, you just have to get used to mess. Yeah. Body mess. Um, and it is a really bonding experience. Yeah. So, like, if he would educate himself, there there are doula handbooks that you can hand to him. Yeah. Um, to help you because you labor for a long time at home. Exactly. And that's what I want. I have a lot of preferences once. Like I like, I love a plan. I, I have, I, you know, I think I have a plan. I think I have all the things I want, what I prefer, but you know, 
Yeah, baby but will do what baby's going to do. Baby will do. I mean, baby will come into the world after you said, you know what? I'm not ready. Like, baby's, <laughs> baby's like, I'll show you. Yeah. Uh, you said October, mom. <laughs> so that's what we're doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, you, for a long time, you'll, you'll probably be home. I wasn't home, interestingly, for my first because <laughs> I was laboring, um, but I didn't know it. Wild. I was just walking around, spilling amniotic fluid all over New York City. (laughs) Fertilizing the grass. Bless you and you and you for two days straight. Wow. Yeah. But but they did send us home for a little bit and like bouncing on the ball. But Mm -hmm. I I think a class is really bonding. Yeah. I think it's bonding. I think a class also is helpful because people don't realize, like, even with an epidural, you labor for a long time by yourself because you have to contract enough times to dilate to a certain point normally, yeah. just just in general. This is probably – you're going to come back. She's going to come back and be like, everything you said, by the way, <laughs> no. Um, but But – Often, you need to wait in order to dilate enough for a head to come out of you. And then the rest of the guy. (laughs) Look at her Like, your hands are like this, and that's accurate, but it's like your body's down here, and it's like this. So it's like, what? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like your little vagina hole is going to have a person come out of it. And you know what's so crazy? Do you see the three people in this room and all the people listening to us right now? Those motherfuckers lived in a uterus— I'd say 25% of them came out of a belly like me, but 75% probably entered this world through a vagina. I literally just watched um, a video. I think I get served so much mom content because we make this show. And um, I'm so sorry. No, I love it. And, uh, and also like gives me an idea. Anyway, um, I was watching a video and it was a, a person that does like claymation, like pottery, just showing you like what one centimeter, Opening two the centimeter... Eight centimeters it doesn't hurt. is wild. It doesn't hurt. It's wild. No, it's it doesn't. Ju- but it's but it's significant. Oh, eight it's centimeters. Huge. What is it like? This big? Way bigger. It's big. It's like you could definitely. But put then a it fist comes back down, it. you guys, to just pee pee size. Bonkers. Tiny little pee pee size. But then you look down at your bellies. But so what's so interesting is that like you are almost like wrapping your head around it. Also, what's really interesting is that like you're so doped up on whatever fucking chemicals are going on. You're like, whatever gets this baby out, you know, like absolutely the the natural hormone drugs that have been pumping through my body since being pregnant are really fun. Ah, I've so never good. been so chill. I was actually very afraid for like a long time that I would be a little, like, um, unstable (laughs) while pregnant, just very emotional, up and down, roller coaster, just the whole thing, which a lot of people have that. And I'm like, this is the most, like, well-adjusted version of me I've ever been. Yeah. I'm just chilling. Yeah. It's really cool. I'm a little spacey, but that's kind of nice. (laughs) I mean, honestly, who really wants to be here all the time? Being so present and so, like, (laughs) go, 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 and, um, you know, and just, like, trying to be on top of your shit all the time is exhausting. To be a little bit like, I don't know where my keys are, and I haven't seen them in three days. You are in this, like, other zone. I mean, really, you're creating human life. I I really, I can't stress that enough. All of a sudden, I was in an, uh, an Uber 
um, when I was pregnant with my first child, and I was like, I just looked at the guy. I was like, you were part of this experience with your mom too? Yeah. And all of the, it's really like, it really is a psychedelic trip. It's like all of these people also, what? Yeah. I remember Trump was president and like I was, you know, feeling feelings and I was totally disappointed, but I also in my heart was like, he has a mother. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she did a terrible job. (laughs) She did terribly. But like, that's crazy. Like, even bad people. Yeah. Anyway, it really is. um, And uh, so you're in another zone and you will be for... A while. I, I feel that, yeah. It's like totally- Even after I, the kid's out, you're yeah. going to be like in another zone. Absolutely. I feel like the whole thing's a big identity shift. Oh, uh, yeah? How's and I, I don't know. I just feel it. I'm like, I don't know how to articulate this. Like, I was at my high school best, my best friend from high school's bachelorette party like a weekend or two ago. And like being pregnant and there mm. was like- Weird. Because <laughs> everyone else was just, like, partying and stuff? Yes, and just, like, diff- it just is, like, a very different... Like, I didn't really feel that when I got married. Like, turning 30 didn't feel like that for for me. Nothing, you know, really was, like... Oh, you're an adult now. But being pregnant and, like, being on a plane and being, like, but I'm taking care of my baby, but I'm, like, going to, mm. um, like, throw this party for my best friend and, like, make sure all these girls have fun. We're going to do all these things. But, like, I'm actually, like, most importantly, like, I got to take care of my baby. Yeah. And by taking care of my baby, it's, like, taking care of me. And, yeah. like— Still, by the way, that's a still thing. Yes. It's, like, forever thing. Taking care of you is really, really, really important. Yeah. Which I, I guess I'm— practicing now because yeah. I'm like, I need water. I need this. I need food. I need sleep. Yeah, but I need- don't forget that after the baby comes, okay? Yeah. It's very Thank easy you. to forget that. Yeah. Like, everyone's eyeballs are so on you now, and then they're going to go... Yeah. You keep your eyeballs on yourself. <laughs> yeah. You know? I'm pretty needy, so I feel hey. like I'll just hopefully <laughs> remain needy, and then, I'll, like, I will be taken care of. Yes. <laughs> and also, myself. Zach loves you so much. I think you just have to remind him to take care of you, because yeah. I think sometimes people need reminders, because there is a tiny, 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 very dependent person. Yes. That's going to... um like enter the mix. Yeah. And like it's so obvious that they need your all the help. Attention. Yeah. But not all the attention. Yeah. My like they say um the first 90 days of um postpartum are really important for the mother to restore all of your nutrients. There's a great book. I think it's called The First 40 Days maybe. I've heard of that and then I've also I wish I had it on me. Um the first 40 days. I, do you like to cook? I do-ish. I'm not, like, great, but like, I like— Do other people in your family like to cook? N- yes, but I want to cook the meals that you're supposed to eat. Uh, yeah. The and they have, like, a, a lot of nutrients. Mm-hmm. And, and um, mothering the mother is really important right after the baby is born. Yeah. So, I mean, what you just went through. <laughs> and what you're going through. I mean, yeah. it's a privilege. Yeah. It is absolutely like an honor and a privilege to be pregnant, to bring life into the world. And it's a huge undertaking. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah. So like it's nine months of a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Yeah. I love when people refer to postpartum as the fourth trimester. Yeah. To like include it in the like birthing process or the prenatal. Like it's all like a... One package. Yeah. And um, 
it's why like the conversation around going back to work is um it's it's vulnerable because like we have to be honest that actors need to work and that we've been off for the six months prior and all of that. And in those first three months, you're still getting all of your energy back. So, you know, like that's just something to note. Yeah. And also like a lot of people don't have that time with their kids after their maternity leave where artists do. I'm really excited that I feel like I have a lot of choice and freedom, you know, if jobs come up or if I pursue jobs that I I do, I'm a little more in control. I feel like my career won't leave me in the dust Mm -hmm. like it would, I guess, in corporate America. I haven't been a part of that ever (laughs) in my life. But, you know, if you're like on a track and doing your corporate job, like you need to go back eventually. They want, um, but I do feel like I have some choice and hope that I can like ease back into that when I want. When you want, when you're ready, when it's like worthwhile. Yeah. Yeah, because there, it's not um, it's not dire, but if it does feed you, mm-hmm. because you're an artist, and taking care of you is taking care of your baby. Aww, it's, <laughs> it's, it's yeah. like um, like all of these things you're practicing now, and you like, do you talk to the to the baby? Zach sings to it. Yay! I rub it. <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, all these things that you're practicing now, like really. Are the same. They're, they're the same on the outside, yeah. you know. Did we cover all of your questions and all of your maybe uh, even advice? If you, if there was like one major thing you could impart on someone about the fourth trimester, oh yeah, if you will, what would that be? Like you kind of are like, take care of yourself, take care of yourself, <sighs> make sure people know to take care of you, but like. I don't know, maybe if it's something more... so intense. (laughs) If there's something more specific or more something or I don't know, along those lines. I just think like, I know know they say like, it's such an annoying thing to say like, enjoy it. But I want to say it really is such a special time. Like being pregnant is special, even when you're nauseous. Mm -hmm. Even like, it really is so special um, that like, I'm not saying to passively enjoy it, but to make active decisions to make yourself comfortable, to make yourself um, present to the experience because it is like so enormous. Yeah. And it's like in that first year they grow very quickly, but that first like introduction to this person who lived on the inside of you who's now a totally independent human being with their own personality. Yeah, nuts. It's crazy. (laughs) So I'm not saying to just like enjoy it, but if you can make active decisions, like if you need more sleep and you want to get a baby nurse, please do. Mm -hmm. If you want a postpartum doula, please go get that help. If you're like, I want so badly to... um, to lactate and like it's not coming, get a lactation consultant. Mm-hmm. Like there are people out there who are willing to help. If you need a date night, like hand the baby over to your mom mm-hmm. with a bottle. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, or if you just want to do it yourself, like with my daughter Paz, I just, I had a lot of help with Ness and I felt like they were really intrusive. Mm. 
I wanted to be with my baby. Interesting. And I had like sort of scaffolded this experience where like I had so much help where I was like, I just want this cocoon time for Mm -hmm. me and him and my husband. So I did that for myself with the second and I really enjoyed it. I co-slept with her. Cool. Co-sleeping in bed or with like your uh, bassinets attached to your bed? I didn't do it with a bassinet attached, although that's probably better. I did it with like um, something called a docatot or a swaddle oh, yeah, yeah. mate. I don't think that's safe, actually. Okay, <laughs> but I enjoyed it. Yeah, like, I enjoyed her. Yeah, you know. And if if you're not enjoying the experience, make make the conscious deci- decision to like it more. Yeah, this way, or that way, space, mm-hmm. closeness. Like there are a lot of variables. That you can make it nice, and I feel like Zach is is really so romantic. But like, <laughs> but like, it could just be as simple as like having someone feed you, mm-hmm. or handing the baby over for him to do the diaper, yeah, and the wiping and the and the burping, yeah, while you take a shower, yeah, yeah, because um, it is really intense and you're not sleeping a lot. Crazy. It could be so beautiful. Yeah. It really is such a beautiful, beautiful experience. I think to myself, I want another baby. I mean, don't let me do that. <laughs> but it really is such a beautiful experience and it goes, it it ends. Yeah. That part of the journey ends, that fourth trimester. Really, it's not forever. Yeah. So if you can make the active choice to pivot when, when need be. I love that. Because your delight is important. Yeah. Yeah. Where can we find you to follow along on your pregnancy journey? Oh, I would love for anyone and everyone to follow me along on my pregnancy journey. (laughs) I am documenting it a lot Um, on Instagram specifically. My Instagram handle is at Allie underscore Cobrin. That's A-L-I underscore C-O-B-R-I-N. Thank you. Thank you. And congratulations. Oh my God, thank you so much. Zach, congratulations. Great job. Great, great job. I'm sorry. <laughs> Good work. I'm sorry this guy's not going to be a Leo. But you never know, is it? It shouldn't be a Leo. It sh- we're hoping it's just not a Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> my sister's a Gemini. Love her and her other personality too. <laughs> Bye guys. I'm Daniela Rabani. You can follow me at Daniela Rabani on Instagram to continue the conversation. I'll see you next week on the Mom Curious Podcast. Thank you, as always, for listening to the Mom Curious Podcast. My name is Daniela Ravani. I am your host. And I would love to continue this conversation at Daniela Rabani on Instagram. And if you'd be so kind to rate and review, share this podcast, I would be just really grateful. Catch you next time, every Tuesday on the Mom Curious Podcast. Produced by Hoff Studios. You can find them at Hoff Studios on Instagram as well. All right, have a great day.